Let's go. This is episode one zero of the winning program. We have reached double digit episodes. You guys, you guys know me, Dominant Warth with. Yeah. <laughs> with who? With the boss. DJ, I'm here. Let's go. Yeah, but this podcast, episode ten, we're talking about rim protection versus perimeter defense. We're not just talking about any type of rim protection, though. This is elite rim protection elite. versus elite perimeter defense. Elite. Keyword elite. Remember that, guys. Elite. All right, let me get it out of the way, boss. Um, I want elite um, rim protection. I think All it's right. that simple for a championship-level right. team. I'll excuse over. I got you. <laughs> elite rim protection. It's that easy. Done. Argument's over. Yeah, literally. I mean, you, we we all know the greats in the rim protection, you know, especially like the, you know, the taller centers, you know. We got like the Bill Russells, we got, you know, the Wilts. So, I mean, rim protection's, uh, it's been a thing for a while. We, we, Man, we got Bill Russell, um, we got Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, yeah, Olajuwon, I forgot, my bad. We got Tim Duncan. Man, we got Ben Wallace. Um, man, there are a lot of elite rim protectors. And then modern day right now, we had some elite rim protectors in like Rudy Gobert, oh, yeah, elite sorry. at what he does. You know, he anchors that Utah Jazz team. Um, but yeah, if you're a championship level team and you have um, you have a potent offense, right? You have offensive players that can get you buckets. And you just need one strong defender, and you can have it yeah. an elite perimeter defender or an elite interior defender. I'm going with an interior defender all day of the week, any day of the week, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, the rim protection. Like, let's see if let's see if one team has like a outstanding big, and then like the other team really doesn't. They don't have that interior defense. That big's that big's gonna go crazy on the team, go crazy. Facts, facts. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how you feel about it, but um, I I believe that I'm under the notion that perimeter defense defense is incredible, but it can only go so far. You know, if your assignment is LeBron James, if your if your assignment is Michael Jordan, if your assignment is Kobe Bryant. You are not stopping them. You no. can put on the best defender ever and slow them down, quote unquote. But you are not stopping Kobe Bryant from draining a bucket in your face. There's no way in the world. Right. It's gonna happen. And those perimeter shots are gonna go down whether you like it or not, because that's what those all time greats work on. But if you yeah. can stop the easy buckets at the rim, you eliminate all driving threat because you got a rim protector right there. That will deter almost any shot. Like players won't even want to attempt a shot yeah. in the paint. It's over. It's over. Yeah, it would just make. You... It... No, sorry, you go. Nah. Nope. You go. Nah, it's it. It's that easy, man. You deter players from getting into the paint. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what more you could ask for. Um, I believe that. Making teams shoot is a 
it's always a preference instead of letting them go to the rim. And um, if you can have one rim protector, where let's say you play a zone, right? You play a two three or a two two one two one two whatever, and this the um, the center can sit in the paint, sit in the dunker spot, and wait around there, in as a defender. And you can have the other four players scramble at the perimeter shooters. You know that's just a bunch of hustling right there, doing your best to win your one v one matchups. But other than that, you hold down the paint and you tell your players stop the outside shots. NBA players can do their best to slow it down, and I mean that's it. Rim yeah. protection just goes so much further. When yeah, when you have like a rim protection, like a rim protector, it really forces teams to take more shots, not in the paint, like you know, tougher shots. And yeah, eliminates, you know, driving abilities, layups. Yeah, it can just take apart a whole team. That's why I think rim protection's um it's more effective. And you said like interior defense, like you can't stop shots that Kobe, Braun are gonna make because they're gonna make those shots. Michael so, Jordan. Yeah, and Michael Jordan, uh the greats. Yep, you're not stopping it. And modern day, you talk about Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, you know, you're not going to stop them. You can slow them down. Yeah, Kyrie. You're not stopping them. <laughs> yep. The super team. Uh, yeah. I mean, and obviously when you're picking between one of these, this question's an extreme, right? So you're saying you either have elite interior or elite perimeter defense. Yeah. But it's an extreme, right? And um, if you aren't, I mean, um, yeah, if you don't have one, obviously you're going to suffer from not having the other, but I feel like the drop-off would be more significant if you lose interior defense rather than losing perimeter defense. Mm -hmm. So that's why I pick um, interior defense. And then, I mean, obviously you'd love to have both, and there are some players in the league that can provide that both. You know, elite perimeter defense, elite interior defense. Yeah. Um, two of the current examples are the two best defenders in the league, Anthony Davis and Giannis. I mean, come on now. It's yeah. You saw what Giannis did to the Suns. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's pretty agreeable. Absolutely. You saw what Giannis or, did to the Suns. Remember, remember that alley oop? Yeah, he blocked it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I remember that episode too, bro. Throwback. Man, but, how uh, long ago was that? That was a while back, huh? Yeah, like early July. That that was like, mm-hmm. was that game three? No, game four. Yeah, it was game. game it was game four, three or four. four. Yeah, it was in Milwaukee. Yeah, then went. Yeah, then one of those two games really that took away the momentum. But um, yeah, even you know other I guess perimeter defenders like Ben Simmons. I don't know. There's there's other good ones too in the league. I was going to say that. Yep. And I and I tend to believe the fact that um, interior defense has always been rated highly than um, perimeter defense. Because when you think about it, people like to coin the phrase a championship-level defensive anchor. What player can be a championship-level defensive anchor? Yeah. And when you think about that, all those players that they name are always big men. Always, you talk about the Rockets in the 90s, you know. Yeah, the you talk about the Rockets in the 90s, you got Olajuwon. You talk about the Spurs, you got Duncan. And, you know, you talk about the big three Celtics, it was Kevin Garnett, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then more modern, we talk about 
the Warriors in like 2015. It was like Draymond Green and Andrew Bogut, you know. Yeah. They were that dual pair defending. Um, you go back to the Lakers in 2020, Anthony Davis, AD. Um, the Bucks this year, Giannis, and um, the Raptors in like 2019. A lot of people were sitting down and saying, man, the tandem of Gasol and Ibaka is really helping this team, you know. So it's yeah. always been down to those big names, those big, big men. The front is it the front court back court I don't know at this point but yeah the big men I I, dang, I can't I don't have an answer on that I think it's <laughs> I don't know I think it's front but um yeah you think so <laughs> yeah but most like yeah like you said most of the bigs they've really had impacts on the playoff like in recent years the playoffs like you said the 2020 Lakers and those teams but yeah they, they weren't as like not with the 2020 Lakers, but with like the 2019 Raptors. Like everyone's everyone's focus point was on Kawhi, but I mean, you know, Gasol and uh, Ibaka. Yeah, Ibaka did something. I forgot his name for a second. Still blocking shots. Call me yeah. Ibaka. Yeah. Yeah, they block shots, you know, and like you said, it's that interior defense. Yeah, and then um, obviously there are always anom- anomalies like um. In the 90s, we go to the Bulls, you know, Scottie Pippen, I would argue, was a defensive anchor of those Bulls teams. While Michael Jordan would often take the best player on the perimeter, Scottie Pippen was taking the second best player or taking the best big man going to work with them. Sometimes it was like Dennis Rodman on Malone as well. So those were really important for the Bulls. Um, You had LeBron James. You had LeBron in Miami. He was the defensive anchor of that team, you know, whether he had to guard Tony Parker, Paul George, or bring in help def- defense on interior bigs like Duncan and other players like that. He did that. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you can, and then even though I said Draymond Green as a big man, you know, Draymond's like six feet, six inches, you know? He's like six, yeah. six, seven. He's not the tallest. He plays at three, four, and, you know, Possibly he was a defensive player of the year, and 2017 people forget that yeah and he did win depoy yes sir you know and he anchored the warriors team defensively which Mm -hmm. they are such an underrated defensive team i don't think people talk about that enough like everyone's like splash bros durant blah 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 but these dudes were always like a top five defense in the league and that's what helped their offense yeah that's like the same thing with like what i said the raptors like when they won that title, it was all Kawhi. Which, you know, Kawhi, you know, he's he, he, he was definitely great in the playoffs, but still. I mean, a little more attention to those uh, bigger guys. Yep. And obviously, we've already stated the fact that we believe interior defense is incredible. But let's yeah. also talk about just defense in general. Like, when you talk about Kawhi Leonard, I remember in the 2019 Eastern Conference Finals, the... Raptors went down 0-2 to the Bucks. You know, mm-hmm. they hadn't re- really been closing driving lanes. Giannis was getting to the paint freely. Um, the Bucks yeah. were getting good looks inside. Field day. The um, yeah, Raptors were playing a lot of one v one defense. Then the Raptors had an idea. Why don't we go to a zone? We're going to bring help on rotations on Giannis drives, mm-hmm. and Kawhi told Coach Nurse, "I want to guard Giannis." So Kawhi was guarding Giannis, you know, and then yeah. you would have Marcus Sol and 
and the Siakam as a help defender is nearby. Uh, they would basically leave any player wide open from the perimeter other than like Middleton and Brogdon. Yeah. And they would just smother the paint on Giannis. And that was an the wall. incredible defense. Yep, the wall. Um, yeah, that was um, Toronto. Toronto did it in 2019. That took them to the NBA Finals and they won it. Miami did it in 2020 versus the Bucks. It worked again. That took them to the NBA Finals, but they lost. Um, the Suns so tried it in the NBA Finals, but their um, roster construction just wasn't good enough. They didn't have the right players for it. Yeah, definitely not. But, dude, hopefully hopefully Phoenix can get Thaddeus, so that helped. Thaddeus Young from um, San Antonio right now? Yeah. I don't know. I've been seeing stuff, but, you know. Hope for the best, you know. Yeah, he's he's decent. Um, I really like him. He's a great hustler. I don't know how much defense he'd give you. He is like six eight. He can move his feet decent decently, but his rim protection isn't the best. I think the pickup of Javale McGee was really important for the Suns oh, this yeah. offseason. More defensive, yeah, definitely. And you need a backup center, anyways. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you saw even in the um. In the twenty, yeah, in the finals, like whenever Aiden came out, they played small ball. Giannis was just going, going crazy. That Giannis was going ham. That yeah, that really threw me off. But it's whatever now. Finals MVP. I mean, yeah, Giannis was Finals MVP. So easily, it was the most obvious decision ever. Yeah. But man, defense is incredible. I mean. We always love to talk about offense, offense, offense. Like but you got to play. Threes. Yeah, three-point shooting. Curry, we like to see Kobe and Michael Jordan destroying their opponents. We like LeBron dunking on people. Curry shooting the deepest threes. James Harden with the step backs. Yeah. But the hard work is defensively, man, because when you can somewhat slow down your opponent's offense and your offense can still work at a level that's slightly higher than theirs. Yeah. In the postseason, that's all you need to win. Yeah, it gives you the advantage. You mentioned yep. uh, you mentioned LeBron dunking. Uh, remember that video of, of him just which video? Him dunking on Joaquin Noah, and then he got pressed. See that? Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I like that video. You know, Joaquin Noah always talks the most trash to LeBron every time they play. For some reason, the dude is a certified bum. He's never done anything in his career. Has a man even been to the NBA Finals? How much money has he picked up in his career compared to LeBron? And he's sitting there talking to LeBron on the bench, I remember. Oh my goodness. And then LeBron went, he he yammed it on his head. That dunk was great. He got pressed right after. I know, and Hakeem was like, it doesn't matter. You're still a. I'm like, bro, shut up. LeBron's gonna own you. And I remember in 2020, he signed with the Clippers because he wanted to play LeBron in the Lakers in the bubble. Guess what the Clippers did? They choked for three-one. They blew the three-to-one lead. They lost. They didn't even face the Lakers. Dude, I wanted to see. Everyone wanted to see a Clippers Lakers. I wanted to see LeBron dunk on all those Clippers players and Anthony Davis dominate them. Yeah, they would have dominated, pretty sure. Yeah, but Hakeem Noah's a bum, you know? He's sitting on this couch. I don't know what he's doing with his life right now other than speaking the stupidest things ever on random podcasts that aren't as good as 
on the goat, bro. <laughs> Facts, man. Facts. Yep. Yeah. You mentioned that uh, LeBron dunking, so I was like, hmm. I know, I know. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's fire. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Not the best rim protection. I mean, <laughs> not the best rim. Protection. You know, it, it was okay, yeah. but slightly. You know, needed to get a little better. But you know who does have the best rim protection of all time? All time, Let Bill Russell. Oh yes, sir. I think Bill Russell is the greatest defender of all time, and it's not close. Because, um, yeah. oh, I got something on my phone. I'll be scrolling through it while I talk. But this man won 11 rings out of 13 possible Seasons. years. Oh, yeah. Um, he could guard the interior. He could guard the perimeter with um equal success, you know? Yeah, that man was, he was, I mean, he was just getting those blocks, bro. And rebounds. I know. I, I need to pull this up. Yes, I found it. Career defensive win shares. Listen to this. Listen to this. So on this list, you got some all-time names. You got the likes of Kevin Garnett, you know. Right. You got Will Chamberlain. Oh, yeah. You got Hakeem Olajuwon. You got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And you got one of my favorites, Tim Duncan. Oh. And guess what you have? All the way at the top. Bill, Bill Russell. The Hill Russell. Bill Goat. The GOAT defender, in yeah. my opinion. He he has one hundred thirty-three, almost one hundred thirty-four career defensive win shares. Number mm-hmm. two is Tim Duncan with one hundred six. And number three is Kareem with about ninety-five. So that gap is huge. And to say that Bill Russell only played um he only played, what, 13 years, right? He only played 13 years, yeah. Yeah, and then people don't talk about him. Also, um, he he locked down, um, what's his name? Come on, come on, he, come on. He locked down Will Chamberlain. He locked him. Yes, thank you. Yeah, he locked down Will Chamberlain. It was like game seven of the NBA Finals, the biggest stage for an NBA star, you know? Yeah. And in is. the second half, he holds Will Chamberlain to zero field goals. Zero. Imagine that happens today. Imagine LeBron, Kevin Durant, or like Steph Curry yeah. score like zero points in an NBA Finals Game Seven, yeah. second half. Yeah. Dude, yeah. they would be absolutely canceled. That'd be crazy on the media. And uh, yeah, to mention that, what was bigger than Bill Russell? <clears throat> like he was taller and bigger. So yeah, being the oh, that's probably, true, and quote unquote more dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Russ, I, quote unquote more dominant by most NBA fans um, oh, standards. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, he probably what was probably like. He was one of, you know, he was like probably the best or one of the best back in the NBA. Like when he was playing. Yep. And for Russell to like shut him down like that, just zero field goals in the finals. Like, that's, that's the best defensive player of all time. All right. Let me, let me give you one more. So. Bleacher Report has this, um, Bleacher Report has this, uh, man, I can't even think. All right. Man, they got this, uh, they got this article. Yeah, I got it. They got this article on, um, ranking the NBA's 20 best defenses of all time. So they use Mm -hmm. stats, um, it's slightly adjusted for era, um, 
they use points, points allowed per game, how much they, they use differentiated from their um, opponent's average they should use rebounds. points per game, you know. So just listen to this. So we're going to go through the top 20. I'll tell you how many times a Bill Russell team is on here. All right, so we're scrolling down, right? Bill Russell's team's first on here at number 17, okay? Ooh. This is per season, number yeah. 17. Oh, again, number 16. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we got Tim Duncan, one of his teams at number 15, okay? Yeah. All right, we're going to keep on going. Then we got Bill Russell's team again at 13. So that's the third time. Dom, keep count, all right? All right, three times. Oh, we also got Tim Duncan down here in 99 at 12, but we don't care about that as much as Bill Russell right now. So we have Bill Russell three times. Now we're into the top 10. Still scrolling, still scrolling. Scrolling. Oh, he's not here yet. This is eight. Now number seven. That's Bill Russell oh, again. This is no, this is new so that's number four. four. All right. Number six is Tim Duncan Spurs. So Duncan has three right here as yeah. well. But... um. We're still going. Then number four, Bill Russell's team. That's his fifth. That's number freaking five. Then number three, Bill Russell's team. Six. That's number six. Yeah. Then the second greatest defensive team of all time is Bill Russell's team. That's number seven. Jeez. What's number one? And the greatest defensive team of all time, the 1963 to 64 Boston Celtics. Wow. With the de- rating of 83.8 mm-hmm. Bill Russell so that's literally what eight teams in the top 20 yeah that's eight teams and this that's... was 63 64 this is when they were fighting civil rights the civil rights movement you know I know it was, yeah it was definitely like definitely some time ago but um Bill, th- that's Bill Russell's I, incredible that that's why Bill like Bill Russell he's in our top 10s respectfully rightfully so. of course he better be in your top ten. he i think he should dude, be in everyone's top 10 dude might we might have to do a podcast episode like probably like new top 10 new top 10 i mean mine hasn't changed that much that's dude, the I, thing mine's changed a little bit mine, really i i may have moved duncan and bird around um but i really haven't changed mine you know yeah i've been seeing some stupid things so like you go online people are talking about jerry west top 10 all the time which i mean that's cool and all but i think there are 10 players that have better cases to be in there oh yeah like definitely even like like wilt too i'm just saying like Wilt. true like i even i left will off my top 10 list like yeah putting jerry west over him nah yeah, I, I don't know. You excited for this NBA season to come back, though? It's been a while. I'm hyped. Dude, it's coming back next month. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited, bro. It's been a <clears> long <throat> month, man. Long month. Well, no, it's been, like, long two months, you know, waiting for the finals. Well, waiting know. since the finals. The finals ain't going to be back anytime soon. No, not anytime soon. But, um, yeah, it's, it's coming by quickly, though. The whole season and everything. Yep. Dude, I'm just, but I'm you know, to... boss. What? What's up, boss? We did it. Episode ten is gonna be in the books. Dude, episode ten is gonna be in the books. You know, the audience listening, just like, thank you all for making for yeah ten episodes. Pretty crazy. Yeah, and we're gonna keep on going. 
We'll, yes, sir. We're keeping on going. I haven't. I don't. None of us have like did a podcast for this long. You know, just keeping it going. You know, always as long as possible. Yes, sir. And you know, I mean, always, as always as Russell going. Westbrook says, why not? Why not keep on going, man? Let's go. Yes, sir, dude, are you see the? Are you excited to see him on the Lakers? And number zero. Oh man, the Lakers going to be insane this year. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be man. The least it's gonna be fun. We got three of the greatest playmakers of all time. Yeah, it's well, I'll say three of the greatest passers yeah. of all time. Oh yeah. LeBron and Westbrook are really good playmakers. Rondo's an all-time passer. Yeah. But yeah, man, this season's gonna be good. Do the West? The West's gonna be stacked because you got Phoenix, you got um, you got, you got the Lakers. Man, Lakers, who's Phoenix? So I never heard of them. Do you, you think who's Phoenix? I think they'll have a shot to win the uh, to no to get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, you know, Booker keeps on. Yeah, if Booker takes another step up, you know, Aiden takes another step up, Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson players like that, that team's going to be cold. Yeah, definitely. I I think you know, I think it'll definitely get better. That's just like no question. All right, guys. With this, we're going to wrap up episode. 10 of the Guys, 10. winning program podcast. Double digits now, y'all. Double and, digits. <laughs> anyways, guys, thanks for listening. You know, guys and girls, actually, you know, thanks for listening. It's been fun. Episode 11 in the works. We'll see y'all.